Um, you are listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly, semi-weekly, half-weekly podcast. Each half a week, I read a story to my friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. And he can say that while he picks up a cat and moves it <laughs> off a computer. <laughs> God, do you want to look at it? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gera. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the tickling podcast. Okay. You are <laughs> Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> November 1st, 1767. <laughs> okay. That's recent. That's the year the Gosport Shipyard was established in Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay. Andrew Sproul. Sure. Had come from Scotland to America in 1746 <laughs> to get rich. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that keeps Holy happening. Holy shit, Jose! Yeah, yeah, that was like a fucking acrobat. <laughs> He's just on the back of the chair now. All right, he, cool. He, yeah. Um, Sproul was a respected man in the business world, buying lots and building on the waterfront. Lovely so waterfront he, property. Came down here to get rich. Oui. Living the living the bloody dream, I am. That's right. Hey, absolutely. No, so, dude's that, tearing it up. Yeah. Okay. He, he sounds a little Trumpian. He, he eventually became one of the town trustees in Portsmouth. Okay. In 1767, he founded the Gosport Naval Yard under the British flag. Okay. It's odd, odd timing, 1776. We're getting a little close <laughs> to Right, uh, I guess that's... Some shit happening. It's a te- you, yeah, that's when you should be selling stock. There's tension, so he's like, well, I'm a Tory, so right. I'm going right. to be on the side of the rich. Right. Uh, the rich Brits. So he was clear. It's a marathon, not a bloody sprint. We'll see if it finishes this one. <laughs> so there's rising tensions between the crown and the colonial col- colonials. Okay, and he is like, I'm picking sides. So he picked. He picked a winner. He picked a winner. Yeah. And then when the he's shooting, the guy who is like the Washington generals are due, like yes. when they're playing the Globetrotters, yeah, or senators. Oh, glo- this. Shit, who did the Washington, who did the, Washington Senators. I think senators. It's senators, yeah. Okay. Isn't All right, it? take two. Take two. Uh, it's a lot like, uh, you know, the guy who bets on the Washington Senators against the Globetrotters. Hey, you are <laughs> right. <laughs> when the shooting started, he formally took the side of the British during the Revolutionary War and provided material support to the British Royal Navy. Okay. So he's in. Yeah. He's fucking he's, in. Yeah. <laughs> All this turned out to be a very bad move. Lord Dunmore was driven from Williamsburg by the Continental Army in 1776. He sought refuge with Sproul at Gosport. Dunmore was then defeated at the Battle of Great Bridge. So he bombarded Norfolk from his ships like a tough guy. So he got his ass kicked. So he just rolled out in a ship and started bombarding the city like <laughs> just a little fucking ass clown. By the way, when uh, when the when the U.S. Uh, barracks uh, of the Marines were blown up in Beirut, uh-huh. uh, Reagan was the president. Uh-huh. And so when he was rolling out of town, he just bombed the suburbs. That's cool. He was like, "We got to do something." 
Yeah. Blow up the suburbs. Yeah, you got those bombs burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, so he pulled a Reagan, as I'll call it. Um, then uh, Dunmore tried to make another stand at Hospital Point. Hmm. I would not recommend making a stand at a place called Hospital Point. Yeah, everyone will be. F- Everyone's okay. fine. Every- <laughs> Thank God it happened here. We literally we found all the gurneys. It's My- fine. <laughs> God damn that cat. Oh yeah, uh, but that didn't go well either, and he was driven from the harbor. Portsmouth was then occupied by the. Continentals. Go get it. Sproul tried to make a run for it. So now he's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. How okay. would he say that in Scottish? Oh, that's it. We've got to get the bloody well out of here now. There Move. But he didn't make it. Christ, I've got a bad feeling about this. I'm getting a little too old for this shit. He, along with the other royalists, were exiled to Gwyn's Island off of Virginia. Gwyn's Island? Gwyn's. Gwyn's Island? Tony Gwyn's. Tony Gwyn's Island? Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, he died five days later and was tossed into an unmarked grave like he died? a British bag of shitty tea. Yeah. Oh, listen, that's a little much. No. Like a shitty bag of like British tea. Like a shitty bag of tea. Like a, they're like, Ugh, this is just shitty tea. <laughs> just toss it in the ground. <laughs> I can't believe he's gone. I don't think I I just offended your mom. No, I'm more bummed that I didn't take more advantage of the (laughs) Scottish guy being around. I didn't realize he was like dying in the the cold open. Yeah, he just had a little tiny part. Uh, His land and possessions were confiscated and sold off with the money raised going into the public treasury. Everything he'd worked for was gone, including him. He was basically erased. Cool. That's that's how I want to go. But the shipyard was still there. Okay. And it now came under attack from the British. The fleet of Sir George Collier attacked Portsmouth and captured Fort Nelson. They burned 137 vessels at the Gosport shipyard. At the time, it was called the most considerable shipyard in America. Not anymore, though. No, now it's just fucked up. Done deal. Now it's just burned ships and shit. Okay. Eventually, the British were driven out again, and this time for good. They came back in the War of 1812 uh, for more attacking, you know. Yeah, they, well, yeah, they wanted more seconds. Can we have more? A little bit more. We, Can we have a little more war? You want to bomb you again? Is that all right? You want more? Hello. We heard it. You've been burying tea bags and whatnot. A bit more. Gosport uh, eventually was rebuilt. It became a U.S. Navy facility in Portsmouth, Virginia, for building, remodeling, and repairing the Navy's ships. Okay. The first ship built for the U.S. Navy at Norfolk was the Chesapeake in 1799. It became the first operational dry dock in the U.S. in the 1820s, and everything went great for a while. Dry dock? Dry dock. That's where they lift that shit out of the water and they uh, fucking fix it. Oh, the dry dock. Yeah, you're all about wet ducks, so aren't you, bro? Listen, I love a wet duck. Mm, girl. Why well, have a dry dock when you can have a wet duck, dog? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, so the Civil War comes. Okay. Right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, we're yeah. time traveling. Yeah, we are time traveling. Virginia joined up with the Confederacy. Okay. Now the shipyard commander was a dude named Charles McCauley, and he worked for the U.S. Navy. Okay. So he ordered the shipyard to be burned down before the Confederacy took it over. And what kind of, Sorry, and what is... How does that work? He well, so he is, is it just sort of so like he's like if if I can't have it, no one can. Yeah, well, he's like the enemy can't have it. If I I'm gonna burn, we're gonna burn this shit down. But he was it was he was coming under attack when he did that. Well, or he the, was just kind the, of operating from a paranoid Virginia place. Virginia just said we're gonna join up with the Confederacy, so he was like, all right, so 
some wow, something really hard just fell on my head. So it's sad. cool. How, were you trying to stop the cat from knocking that on my head, and then you knocked it on my head? Basically. Or <laughs> we'd like to both apologize. Right. So Virginia's like, we're going to join the Confederacy, and, and so now the shipyard is basically in Confederate hands. Okay. So he's so then like, he's just like, yeah, burn this shit down. If I can't have it, no one can. Uh, so he ordered the shipyard to be burned down before they took over. But William Mahoney, a Confederate, <laughs> was not about to allow that to happen. He took over a passenger train and <laughs> ran it into Norfolk, making a lot of noise by blowing the whistle and doing anything else he could do <laughs> to make it loud. Now, as a way to dissuade. <laughs> so wait, his, and, then, his... and then he and then he get there and then he'd quietly back the train up very quietly Shh. and then he'd roll back in really loud again he'd turn it or he'd come back <laughs> is that like, right yeah and he did it a few times so all but, his, but his sorry but his thinking is i'll just be really loud yeah that's all he was thinking i'll be really loud so all the federal troops maybe that's the first time we as a species learned that that was ineffective i think well all the federal troops thought there was a huge invasion happening, and they abandoned the shipyard. What? Without a shot being fired. <laughs> yeah, he basically just banged pots and pans, and the guys <laughs> rah, 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 rah. It was like they were fighting cats. Right. <laughs> wow. I, you had every right to call that plan crazy. When it worked, you must have been like, I'm sorry, I doubted you, dude. There had to have been dudes standing by the railroad tracks going... This what is the fuck? Ridiculous. What the There's fuck is no he doing? Mahoney, what is he doing? Mahoney thinks that. Let's do all... something that'll stop no. them. No, Mahoney is convinced that they're going to run away because is he drunk? Noise. What's happening? He's super drunk. Oh, okay. He's super drunk. I'm also drunk. So I'm just going to let him do it. I'm yeah. drunk too. I'm drunk too, but we should let him do it. Yeah. I mean, it's loud. It's loud. It's loud. When he goes that way, when he goes that way, it's quiet. <laughs> Why is he being quiet when he takes it out? I haven't figured this whole plan. Why out. is he being quiet when he makes it leave? I don't understand. I mean, I'm drunk, but why? God. It's not like he's sneaking a. That fucking work. A thing that hasn't been invented yet out of his father's driveway. <laughs> Are you talking about a backhoe? Yep, a backhoe. Uh, okay, so, but the the guy, Macaulay, did manage to burn a bunch of ships before he left. He didn't burn the shipyard, but he burned a bunch of ships. Okay, so there's a little collateral damage. Yeah, so in the great coward retreat of 1861, he <laughs> right. managed to set some ships on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. At that point, most of the U.S. Navy's old ships were in dry dock at the shipyard, so they were toast. Among the burned ships was the Merrimack. Okay. It had been a large steam and sail ship uh, with 40 guns. So it's a big fucking ship. With a lot of guns. But because the retreat was so fast, the burning of the Merrimack was not complete. Everything below the waterline was saved. How much was below the waterline? Well, like the hull. I mean, like the floaty part. Sure. Okay. The floaters is what I call it. Not much. Can someone get on said thing? I think that you can jump on the floats. <laughs> it sounds like a sink waiting to happen. I mean, it sounds like a dock, kind of. Now. Yeah. Like a floating dock. Yeah. It, or a canoe. It, it's a big it, canoe. It sounds like a shitty canoe. Yeah. So the Confederates took a look at the hull. Sounds like half a submarine. It is half a submarine. That's okay. exactly what it was technically called. Is that right? Yep. But how did they... The Confederates took a look at the hull and said, let's put this ship back together and kill some Northerners. So they built uh, – their plan was to build an innovative armored super ship. Whoa. Right? Whoa. They're so about they're, to build super ship? Cover the hull in iron. Okay. And put an enormous battering ram up front. This is exactly like RoboCop but with a boat. It is. <laughs> As a matter of fact, 
This is where the plot of RoboCop came from. Roboboat? <laughs> row, 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 ro- Roboboat? They created a floating battery. It took a long time to finish the rebuilding because most of the quality iron workers were from the north and the south was just farmers. Oh, and so slaves. this was taking a long I mean, this took. Yeah, because the north is industrial. This isn't place, MacGyver right? shit. This no. is like, yeah. This okay. is idiots banging stuff with hammers. Hey, listen, as long as it's um, noisy. So it took them about a year to get the Merrimack ready to go. Okay. A year. Okay. Because of the time lag, the Union was able to learn what the Confederacy was up to and build something to respond oh, to boy. this monster. See, see, that's why you got a MacGyver. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be the first there. Right. Get that fucking shit going. Strike while the iron... Pull up in your giant canoe. You're under, you're, pull up in your half-submarine yeah. with iron on it yeah. and a battering ram. fucking let him have it. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Help! Help us! <laughs> So, uh, so they're looking for the union's looking for a response. Sure, right. So George Washington turned to a uh, cra- George Washington. That's wrong. Turned to a crazy asshole inventor named John Erickson. Wait, so that's not George Washington? No, it is. It is George. No, no this is the Confederacy. I, I, that's, this is when I, why I read through stuff. Sure, same uh, here. So uh, it's the fellow who's in charge of the union. His name's Lincoln. Okay. Uh, so he turns to an inventor named John. Does he do anything after that? Erickson. He turned to him and he just stared at him. Okay. Erickson was a Swede. His father, Olaf, was a mine supervisor. <laughs> was a stereotype. <laughs> I know, and I read the name Olaf. I <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah? Uh-huh, yeah. I'm from Sweden, not Olaf. Yeah. Uh, so his father was a mine supervisor who lost all his money in speculations, which forced him to move his family, and he got a job working on the excavation of the Swedish Gotha Canal, which is a hell of a canal, if you ever yeah. get a chance. I would love to. The fucking Gotha, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, I want to go to Girl. there. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like we should stop there. <laughs> is that the end? Yeah. Okay, deal. Uh, there, the architect of the canal, the architect of the canal, noticed the skills of Olaf's two sons, John and Nils. It's got to be Jan. Jan. Jan! Yeah, it probably was Jan, but we called him, when he got here, we called him Jan. Yeah, you're Jan. No, my name is Jan. Uh, At 14 years old, Jan was working as a surveyor. He was so, uh, he was so short that a dude followed him around with a footstool so Jan could stand on it to reach the instruments. Okay, so, So, (laughs) uh, first of all, adorable. He's like a Muppet baby. (laughs) Second of all, it, if you're a surveyor, is are you that? Mm-hmm. Are you? I mean, is your eye that valuable that you're worth having a fucking dude follow you with a stool? I feel like surveying is. Well, he's surveying in a in a. The, well, they're doing a canal, but he obviously has to. He also. Yeah, I think when you survey, you you know you. For sure, but who's is he's worth the he's worth hiring yeah. a man to follow him with a stool? Well, I think a lot of people were idiots, and he wasn't an idiot, so he's just like a. <laughs> Human. I'll tell you who's an idiot. The dude who's carrying the stool. Oh, around. that guy's a fucking moron. Uh huh. Gunther. Yeah. Oh, gonna feed it. Do you um, need the stool again? Sorry, I held Hard. it upside down the last time. Ooh. He's like Beaker from uh, the Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm back. Oh, see. Uh, uh. So so he did that for a while, and then he decided to join the Swedish army at 17, and he rose through the ranks. Right. Okay. Uh, in his spare time, he built a heat engine that used fumes from the fire instead of steam. 
as in his spare like, time. In his spare time, when he, he was built 17, an engine, he built an engine that would use the fl- the smoke from fires instead to- of steam to power the engine. You know how when you were 17, you were jerking off to internet and magazines and stuff. He was building a heat engine in his spare time. I was also doing, and drugs. you were—that's what you're doing in your main time. Yeah, but he was doing—he was building an engine. I could have been building an engine well, very easily. I don't easily. think that's true at all. Oh, for sure. I don't think that's even remotely true. I was always into engines. Okay. So that was his So hobby. he's a savant. Yeah. So he resigned uh, from the army because, Because he was like, I'm really smart. I should be doing this engine thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he went to England in I 18... think I can. He went to England in 1826 with his heat engine, but it was a no-go in England it turns out it only worked with, with birch wood and not coal. Oh, shit. Which is what they were burning in England all the time until uh. Margaret Thatcher killed all the coal miners in the 80s. Oh, jeez. That took a turn. But uh, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's what a letdown that's got to be. Yeah. Because you've got to be 100% that this shit works. Look at this fucking engine I got. Uh, what, is, what are you burning? Rocks? Look at this. What are you guys doing? Do you like to see the engine? Yeah. yeah. My name's Jan. Look at the engine I've got here. Huh? What's, uh, do you have the wood? I think this boy's out of his fucking mind, I do. You just have wood. But you talk about wood. Yeah. We mean air. It goes in. Goes in what? Your bloody thing doesn't work, does it? Why? Your thing doesn't work, does it? My what does it? Your thing, it doesn't work. Did you say thing? What's he saying? It's an engine. What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Me either. You're, the accents in this island are horrible. Where are you from, then? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, come on, then put a bit of salt on it if you like it. Oh, God. A spoonful of sugar. Uh, he went there, so that didn't work, but he kept inventing things based on steam then. And he improved the heat process. He created faster train engines. Uh, which were successful in fighting a huge fire in London in the 1830s. But the firemen, who were called fire laddies... (laughs) That's got to be confusing with ladders. (laughs) That's probably why they had to change it. Uh, That might be why they came up with ladders. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Uh, They were still not down with uh, his new inventions. Even though all the other engines froze up during the fire and his engines moved and really put out the fire, but they were like, no... Go fuck yourself. We're not going to use something foolish like that. No, what's that? Is that work over there? Yeah. What? I just went straight to Boston. Yeah. What happened? Um, uh, so he just because of. So he's just making because things that's, that's, that's. He's making shit that's good. Yeah, but this good. dude ignored him just because he's like a prick. No, he's making stuff that's good and people are just like, we're fucking using no, no, our I own mean engines. The, the, the fire guy. Yeah. He didn't use his way of putting out the fire because he's just got some weird pride or something. Yeah, weird pride, or, right. else, they're, or else they're like, no, we'll use old Betsy. Yeah. Just fucking... You don't, you're not smart, okay? We're using old Betsy here. Just <laughs> Go fuck you. Oh, I don't have to piss yet, but I'll try. Uh, come on, old Betsy. Come on now. Uh, so uh, his inventions were not commercially successful. Okay. And because of all the money he spent creating them, he was now in debt. So he was imprisoned in a debtor's prison. What? In a debtor's prison? Yeah. You, a place where he, you, you, if you... <laughs> if you owe money, uh, you, go. you go to jail. They have them in Dubai. If you go to Dubai, you'll see a lot of cars abandoned at the airport because if people lose their jobs, they go straight to the airport and fly out. Because if they don't, they'll be put in prison. 
That's they're fun. also they're also come making a comeback in America. So enjoy that. Well, I will say it's. I mean, we were selling them houses a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, when John got out of debtor's prison, he went back to inventing. He invented a propeller, but the Royal Navy was not down with it. What's the, with the What's with the England? Nobody wants to do anything fucking different. Is that what? They're, so they're just being. They're, that's what it is. They're just being dicks. Yeah. No, we don't like that. No, no we don't. Very so. different. No, that's not what we're doing. You see, we're looking for something that's, well, the same. We invented the thing that we like. And we, yes, we've really just responded tremendously to it. And what you've done is shit, no? Right, language, my dear, language. Sorry. But there was someone who was into the idea of his propeller. That was American Captain Robert Stockton. Uh, he had uh, John build him a steamer with the propeller and asked him to come to the U.S., so John Erickson arrived in New York in 1839. Captain Stockton had hoped they would be able to build a bunch of ships, but they were only given the money to build one sloop, which ended up taking three years to complete. Jesus. What is a sloop? I don't know. Okay. I, that's one of the things I would have looked up when I was rereading everything. Yeah. Well, the Beach Boys have a song with a sloop in the title. Oh, so. they, that's what it is. It is about no. It's about it's about water. It's about uh-huh. vehicles on water. That's what that's what exactly what it is. Uh, you know, Dave. I you know I'm trying to meet you halfway. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> uh, and you know, you guys don't have to send me emails telling me what Sloop is. By that point, I will have looked it up. Um, Sloop's that weird guy in the Goonies. That is Sloop. <laughs> Though, uh, so it was considered the most advanced warship of its time when they did finish it. Besides the propeller, it was designed to mount a 12-inch muzzle-loading gun that revolved. So, okay. in a fucking circle. Right. Because of uh, John's design, the gun was stronger and can use larger charges than other guns. It could launch a 225-pound shell five miles with great accuracy. Jesus. That's some fucking shit. That's Yeah, shit, that's a long it? time ago. Yeah. But three years is a long time to work with John and Captain Stockton. Started to despise him. <laughs> By the time the ship was almost complete, Stockton was forcing John out of the project. Okay. And Stockton kept it quiet that John had invented these things, making sure to take as much of the credit as possible. Okay. <laughs> he even went ahead and did a little designing, designing himself, creating a second 12-inch gun to be mounted on the ship, which is now known as the Princeton. But he didn't really understand designs and inventions and whatnot, so he created a flawed gun. Okay. That's not good. The, the flawed gun doesn't sound good? No. It might go great. Wait, does it shoot flaws? Because <laughs> it otherwise kills, it's not good. It doesn't shoot them out, but it does kill flaws. Uh, oh, man. If it sees a flaw in something, it will shoot it. How long till we get one of those here? Uh, so the Princeton was considered an immediate success when it was launched. Okay. All the bigwigs came down to check it out on October 20th, 1843, including President Taylor. Okay. There were over 400 people there uh, on the dock and on the ship and all over the place watching. It won a speed trial against what had been the fastest ship up until that point. Okay. So right out of the fucking gate. This is a good it's ship. The fucking shiznit. Yeah. It's the ship. Okay. Then came the firing demonstration. That did not go as well. Is it? Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah. Was it something to do with the flawed gun? Oh, interesting. Uh, that was a little foreshadowing, and you did pick up on yes, it. Yes, I knew it. On Stockton's gun, there was a rupture, and it killed 
The U.S. Secretary of State. Oh my God, what? And the Secretary of the Navy. What? As well as two sailors and one of President Tyler's slaves. Oh my God. So that. Oh my God. Taylor slaves. It killed the yeah, so that doesn't seem very Secretary good. of State? It doesn't seem very good. And the, se- and the Secretary of the Navy. The it, Secretary of State. It and- did more than the British did in the whole fucking war. I mean, wow. That gun was really flawed. It was a good gun. The president and his uh, fiance were also nearly killed. Jesus Christ. What if the president... I mean, imagine being at that demonstration. Well, you're like, okay, so this is over, right? The demonstration's over? It was very, very interesting. Very abrupt ending. Very strange ending. Uh, so... So what? I guess we won't use this one. Sorry. I would ask the secretary of the Navy, but he is a... I would describe him as a mist. Hey, he's dead. Yeah, well, he's in a lot of tiny, tiny pieces. He is dead. We needed him. Oof. Um, this is not good. Um, I have to get a new Secretary of State. Ah, that's another thing. Secretary Where's State. my slave? Oh, I've got uh, a little more bad news, sir. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Not. Not Robbie. That's it. That would be so great if that was the reaction. That was was, like, we'll get a new secretary of the Navy. Yeah. Don't worry. You can always find another secretary of the state. Easy. You mean Robbie? Not not my Robbie. My Robbie's gone. Uh, of course, now Stockton didn't want the credit. <laughs> oh, dude, that's... And he uh, now told everyone it was John Erickson's invention. Oh, man. Uh, so it went like this. <laughs> Do you like my thing? <laughs> Yeah. He did it! Yeah. This thing I've built is amazing. You won't believe it. I built it all by myself. Four people dead. This guy came up with everything. That guy did it right this there. This weird Swede. Blame the Swede. Uh, he also wouldn't pay Erickson and block the Navy from doing so, even though everything John had made was sound and quite good. Is he? Anyone is getting paid still? Somebody is still going to get paid after all Well, he all should this- have gotten paid for building the boat. But there are four built people are dead. Boat. Yeah, but the dumb asshole who designed a different I'm saying gun. the dumb asshole. No, he sh- nobody should get any money. Well, no. People should get money for building. One guy did the right thing and one guy did the wrong thing. Oh, okay. I guess that's what we're learning. <clears throat> Don't get angry with me. Okay. John ended up spending several years in courtrooms trying to clear his name because the Navy was pointing fingers. <laughs> and he was also suing people for infringing on his propeller patent. Jesus. All of this endless shit turned him into an angry man. Yeah. He once wrote a friend... That he shouldn't be abused because of anger, because anger is involuntary. <laughs> it's not my fault. Fuck you. That's I didn't do that. I mean, I did, but it's not me. Come on. Right. He did fly off the handle. Okay. But he would be quick to apologize. Okay. But John did have one good relationship. He had met the man who owned the New York Ironworks when he came to New York. And he was given free reign to do what he wanted at the Ironworks. It became known as the Asylum as John went crazy with inventions. All right. He also made the Iron Witch, the first iron steamboat. He made the first hot airship called the Ericsson. Also the first submarine boat, the first self-propelled torpedo, and the first torpedo boat. Jesus, God. He's just fucking cranking away. He's just fucking, fuck it, I'll just make shit. My God. Uh, But on his own, he created his biggest invention, the caloric, or a hot air engine, which was uh, started with that engine that he brought to England. Right. right? And then he continued to work on it over the years. And then in 1851, he unveiled it, and it was considered an amazing design. 
In the New York Tribune, Horace Greenlee wrote that, quote, the age of steam is closed, the age of caloric opens. Erickson is the great mechanical genius of the present and future. It eventually won him the Rumford Prize of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences in 1862. Later in his life, this engine would make him wealthy. Seriously? Do you think that's a child or a human? Child. Do you think that child is screaming because it's autistic, or do you think that it's just a child having a tantrum? Tantrum. It's good. Does it run outside and scream when it's upset? No, this is a first. I'm glad you're here for it. Then in September 1861, a man because I would if it, if the kid had autism, I would be like, all right, that's totally okay. Cool. He has autism. Okay, it it just sounds like he's a kid who he has autism. Well, Where's who your heart? Who isn't well supervised? Where's your heart? Okay. Then, in September 1861, a man from Washington came to visit John to see what he was working on. The Merrimack was being turned into an iron beast in Virginia, and the Union needed an answer. Wait. So they're the, taking that giant hull of a ship. Right. And they're going to encase it in iron. Right. And they're going to turn it into a giant battering ram, and they're going to fucking take it up the fucking coast and just start fucking killing ships. That's the plan. What ships? The, the, all the Union ships. Oh, Jesus. That are all made of wood. So this is this is like an advance. This is new. Yeah, this is gonna. Guy, this let, is let the atom bomb. In, you, let me put it in terms you can understand. Sure. A man is bring, bringing a hammer to a watermelon party. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> the Gallagher Wars. <laughs> so John showed him a model of a new type of warship he had come up with. Okay. He said it could be built in ninety days. It was, an, it was iron, and most of it would lie underwater. Above the water line would just be a flat deck, and there would be a rotating pillbox gun turret. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever heard of. It's oh, a God. ship, but then there's just like a nice, well, I'll call it a patio. Yeah. And on that patio, just a spinning gun. Whatever. Yeah. You got to. Now, the Navy had not forgiven John for killing their top man. But Lincoln liked the idea. Despite the Navy... Telling and imploring Lincoln to avoid this crazy idea, Lincoln said, quote, All I have to say is what the girl said when she put her foot into the stocking. It strikes me there's something in it. So I don't know either. Lincoln was America's weird uncle. May Lincoln sounds like he had third stage syphilis at this point and was just babbling things. I mean, that sounds like Gar like something Gary Busey would say. <laughs> Well, like the girl said about this thing that she put in the stock, and there's something in it. We'll be right back with Busey's on it. Hey, the hell is this? <laughs> what the hell is this, Busey said. <laughs> so it was on. Lincoln wanted it. And they were off. John Stomping Grounds, the ironworks in New York, built the engine, propeller, and the turret. Other iron yards built the rest. John would go back and forth between the operations overseeing it. It took 101 days to oh, be constructed. Uh, That's pretty fucking quick. That's 11 over what I was told That's it would be. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit disappointing. I was promised this in 90 days. It's disappointing. Do I get my money back? No. It, no. I think I should. In mid-February, his new... It's not a fucking Domino's pizza. It's a fucking warship. You said 90. It was 111. I don't. I don't there's nothing about you that I enjoy. Or 100 or whatever it was. The point is it's over, and I deserve it for free, it, and I should get the breadsticks for oh free. Oh, God. I hate America. In mid-February, his new creation... A ship called the Monitor took her first test run. 
you know, and failed. Okay, all right. Steering problem ca- problems caused the ship. Steering problems caused the ship to be towed back to dock. Okay, it's a sad tow. During the second test run, okay, the two guns in the turret recoiled off their cartridges. So they so- had to bring that baby back back to the drawing board. Okay, then here we go. On March sixth, eighteen sixty-two. The monitor headed out to sea under the command of Lieutenant John Warden. But he was not into it. He also hated and distrusted John Erickson. Hell, everyone in the Navy distrusted and hated John because Erickson. Because he got pinned with killing four people. Yeah, that he didn't do. But he didn't do it. Still, that massacre really will stick with you, huh? Yeah. So Warden wasn't happy about it. Like many of the Navy men, he distrusted Erickson and his inventions. Uh, Warden was said to be a slight man who had soft ladylike hands but was good at a fight. Who wrote that fact? That was... That was... Who wrote that? That was... <laughs> who said that in that order? That was in Was art. it some dude who got, like, the shit kicked out of him by the guy and was like, no. Oh, my God, your hands, it's like being beaten up with two pillows. <laughs> all I know is that that's how... Who do you soak them in milk all day? Oh, my face! That's how they described him. Soft ladylike hands. Soft ladylike hands and never one to back down from a fight. Yeah. I mean, he must have gotten a lot of fights when people would be like, sure, whatever you say, madame Jesus hands. Christ, are you going to jerk me off or what? <laughs> Excuse me? What you fucking say? Those hands. Put them to use, bro. <laughs> <laughs> On the second day at sea, the monitor hit a storm. The engine stopped, and the ship filled up with carbon monoxide. Um, now, Dave, I don't know much, yeah. but humans need oxygen. Right. They don't. They can't breathe carbon monoxide. That's the one they can't do. Yeah, that is the one they can't yeah. breathe. Yeah. So that's bad. And the crew took turns fixing the engines as they passed out and dragged each other from danger. Sounds like a pretty cool scene. <laughs> so this is not really helping John Erickson's reputation at this point. No. No, that hurts. Everyone in the Navy is like, I fucking told you about the Swede! (laughs) The sailors were skeptical because everything about the monitor was new. The ship was so low in the water that going to the bathroom had to be rethought. What? Well, think about it. Before the monitor, you used either a bucket or a hole in the upper deck. Okay. Right? We talked about the we talked we talked about on another shit the shithole yeah you know so we, the hole you shit through with yeah the rope. there's rope so and, up until this time you shit in the hole okay you shit in a bucket and then tossed it out but what are they so what did they re- have to rethink but the monitor was below the water line almost the entire ship oh so there was the, no except for the, the patio right and toilets need gravity to work so, you so can't just build a shadio what a shadio what is that a patio you can shit in okay. Why is there a second patio over there um, without a gun? Listen. And is that dirt? Well, uh, you're going to hate a lot of the answers to your questions. <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll be frank. <laughs> so the waste had to be forced out of the ship. John solved the Poop-pedos? ship. Poopitos? Oh, my God. You're so... John solved the shit problem by creating a kind of mini torpedo toilet. <laughs> Poopitos! <laughs> I feel like you won, and yet I feel like you didn't win. I feel like I won. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't win. <laughs> After a sailor used the toilet, he had to close a near valve, open up a far valve, then operate a pump to shoot the waste out. Wow. Right? So you turn, you turn, and then you pump. Yep. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> it was hard to use and completely foreign to sailors who were used to shitting in holes in buckets. Well, <laughs> Welcome to the future, gentlemen. It's not a fucking hole. <laughs> One sailor actually turned the valves in the wrong sequence. Sir, no! And was blown off the seat by a jet of salt water. Oh, my God. Yeah, right up the bum. Straight up the bum. Oh, oof. It says blown off the seat, but it doesn't oof. talk about how much water went into his bottom. Oof. These sort of new inventions were all over the ship, and it caused sailors to look at everything differently. So he's like fucking taking how they just how they live in a ship and turned it on its head. Like well, everything's different in the ship. I mean, but the biggest difference is how they go to the bathroom. No, but then everything else. Remember, everything, everything else I know, is and everything else is under. Okay, right. So, so everything yes, yeah. it's different. Um, so their minds are just blown. Yeah. So now on the exact day that the crew on the monitor were facing the carbon monoxide death trying to fix the engines, the gigantic heaviest shit barely able to turn Merrimack sailed out of the Confederate Gosport shipyard. Wait. Right? So the Bohemoth is now coming out. Okay. The Confederacy. Right. Oh, so, right. The, the ba- Dark Beast. Right, 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 right. From dun, Mordor. The, dun, dun, Mor- dun, the dun, dun, Mordor dun, opens dun, up and right. then out comes the... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The Merrimack was now called the Virginia by the Confederacy, but they lost the war, and everyone still calls it the Merrimack. Okay. So, fuck you. All right. At Hampton Roads, outside Norfolk, the Union had set up a blockade of three wooden ships, the Congress, the Federal, and the Minnesota. Okay. As the Merrimack approached, they fired cannonballs, but they just bounced off the iron plates. The Merrimack then got to doing what she did best. She rammed and sank the Cumberland. Oh, gosh. Or the Congress, whatever. Yeah. uh, As her guns tore apart the Congress. Okay. It wasn't the Federal. It's the Cumberland. This is why I read it ahead of time. Sure, sure, sure. The Minnesota ran aground. So they're all immediately toast. Uh Uh-huh. Total victory. But the Merrimack wasn't unscathed. The battering ram had broken off. And so the ship returned to Gosport. Actually, it's now called Norfolk. They renamed it. The next morning, the ship was ready to go again. So they went back, so they got went back, one. and they attached it. Or they just attached the old one. It was probably just hanging. You okay. Know? It's like a lizard's tail. <clears throat> like a lizard's tail. Next morning, ready to go again. Finally, the Monitor and the Merrimack met at Hampton Roads the next morning. Okay. Here we go. This was like Ali and Frazier. Everyone it's... had been waiting for these two to meet up. Okay. I was going to say. On it's like... both sides, everyone's like, this is fucking happening today. Uh, it's like King Kong G- Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure people went down and fucking watched it from the fucking harbor. Oh. Like, Look at this shit. Okay. <laughs> Putting money on it. Oh, man. Five on the Merrimack. That must be the greatest thing that could have possibly happened. Oh, my God. Entertainment-wise? If you could sit there and fucking watch these two fight. <laughs> That's I mean, Truckosaurus. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is total Truckosaurus. Uh, So shit's about to get real. The monitor was very small compared to the Merrimack. The Confederate sailors yelled that the monitor looked like a cheese box on a raft. Fucking assholes. Fucking, yeah, that's just wrong. How dare they? But the monitor could do something the Merrimack could not. (laughs) Don't tell me. Move. Okay. (laughs) As the ships battled, the monitor completely outmaneuvered the huge Confederate ship. Okay. They shot repeatedly at each other. With the shells not doing much damage. Okay. <laughs> but then Captain Warden was blinded by a bursting shell. He had the luck to be the only casualty in the entire four-hour battle. Well, he didn't have the luck. Well, that was a wrong, bad the, way to put it. The people had the luck. The other guys. The other confe- – yeah. Uh, and it was a stalemate. Both ships withdrew. 
both damaged but able to sail. They both quit? Yeah, they went for four hours, and they're like, nothing's happening. Uh, captain can't see. Let's just let's wrap this up. We'll come back. You guys want to take time? Half time? We'll do two tomorrow. You want to do, do two? two tomorrow? Two? You want to double this? We'll double this tomorrow? Two tomorrow, two. Both the Union and the Confederacy claimed victory. If one had to decide, you would say the Union had been victorious because the blockade held, right? Yep. But rumors flew. In New York, people thought the Merrimack was coming to bombard the city. Oh, my God. The Times reported uh, the Merrimack was going to Washington to, quote, smash Congress as badly, badly as it did the vessel of that name at Hampton Roads. <laughs> See, that was good how they did Yeah, that is. But in truth, the Merrimack was back at Norfolk undergoing repairs. When the truth was known, New York called John Erickson a hero. And a song was written about his invention called The Monitor and the Merrimack. Finally, after so many years, John Erickson was being praised for his work. Wow. <laughs> Lincoln came to see Warden in the hospital. Okay. Quote, you do me a great honor, Mr. President, and I am only sorry that I can't see you. I put my pants on like every other gentleman. When my, I'm through my arms. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's he you. has syphilis. It is you. He has syphilis real bad. But Warden was still not impressed with the monitor, probably because he couldn't see. <laughs> well, uh, isn't he told, that a big problem? He told the president not to take the monitor to Norfolk to confront the Merrimack again. He's like, this sh- it's shit. It's a shit ship, even though it's clearly not a shit Yeah. Ship. He's just still He's still, it. yeah. yeah. He's, now he's blind. Sour grape. Yeah, he's Now he's still, blind, and he's, he's like, got a oh, so your ships, they fucking kill guys, and they blind people. <laughs> well, also, All the head guys, oddly. Talk about the easiest guy to placate in this situation. You're just like, okay, yeah, we won't. And then you're like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you're not going to do it, right? No, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. You want to just sit here and look out, and uh, we'll uh, yeah. sit here on this cliff and watch, and we won't do it? Promise? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> Sounds a little noisy. Yep. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just, just a lawnmower. Wait, what? Nothing. It's in the future. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but the Merrimack wanted round two. Oh, here we go. As the next couple of months passed, the Merrimack would sail up to the blockade, wanting the monitor to have a second go. Oh, so, I mean, how, okay, so we're dealing with, like, transformer ships in a way <laughs> that the, the, the ships are taunted. It's like, what's that, bitch? You gonna come out here, girl? Oh, why don't you just hang behind your friends all day, huh, bitch? I'm a tiny iron ship. Come Man, on. I'm sick of the Merrimack talking so much shit on me. Bring it out here. God, he's being such a jerk right now. As much as the new captain wanted to, he was under orders not to sail out to fight the Merrimack. Oh, my God. He must have been fucking oh, yeah, stewing. losing it. But the union, union didn't need to. It was winning the ground war, so it didn't need to fucking Still, it's pride, a, David. It is pride. pride. In May, Confederate troops abandoned Norfolk in order to protect their capital of Richmond. The captain of the Merrimack, rather than see her in the hands of the Union, ran the ship aground... And set it on fire. Oh, boy. Okay. Interesting call. (laughs) (laughs) The monitor was the last ship standing until New Year's Eve 1862 when the monitor sank in a storm. But that didn't matter. The monitor was the real deal. Lincoln ordered more monitor-like ships built. Seventy of them would be constructed during the war. The British Royal Navy canceled all construction of wooden warships. The day the wooden warship was over. The Confederate Navy even built ironclad ships, but they kept it weird. One ship was shaped like a giant turtle with a long iron tusk. I couldn't uh, find anything else about that. 
but why is giant turtle ship? Who was? <laughs> Did they like let a four year old design the ship? He'll be a turtle with a unicorn. It's gotta horn. be a turtle. It's gotta a turtle. It can have a big uh, like an arm coming out the front. That's like a heart. And what he breathes is candy. All right, you heard him. A turtle with a unicorn horn that breathes candy. Go south. God damn it. How did this happen? I'm in charge. This is bullshit. <laughs> if why we ever we, found out how this happened. Why did we put this five-year-old in charge? Listen, I don't know. I, Turtles! I, <laughs> okay, guys, get back to work. We've got to build Damn, we're going to do one like a possum. My God, I swear to Possum train. Possum train. Why are we going to make a possum train? I really think that we should, we should just burn this place and we should just burn the... We should, Burn the turtle ship. We'll return to PBS's How the South Lost the War. <laughs> <laughs> but John Erickson was now the man. Okay. During the war, he made improvements to the iron ship's designs. He continued to experiment and invent for the rest of his life, even dabbling with solar power, creating a machine Shut able up. to gather sun radiation strong enough to run the engine. Well, he would be happy to know that we're almost ready for it. <laughs> And then Exxon bought it yeah. and put it in a cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Erickson died on March 8th, 1889, the anniversary of the Battle of Hampton Roads. Okay. Captain Warden came to his funeral. Ah. He was able to see again. What? So eventually, I guess it healed and he was able to see. So wow. Nice. Yeah. It's a good ending, although half his face was permanently darkened. Well. Like still. a Batman villain. <laughs> still. Look, the Phantom of the Opera made it out. I can see how I'm going to kill you! Oh, boy. <laughs> he shouldn't have been able to see himself. Warden eventually became an admiral. Old admiral Warden. Old half-blackface. Yeah. Are you doing a minstrel show later? Oh, no. Sorry. No. My head caught on fire. But not the whole... Nope, just Head? right, right down the middle, right, right down the middle, straight down the middle. Like, a, it's like somebody, I believe me, I, like someone drew a line down the middle of my face and it painted it. It does look like that. It really does. It's, um, I, I guess it was just the way the blast hit me. I mean, I shielded uh-huh. myself quickly, but uh, yep, this half. <laughs> oh my god! Here comes a turtle ship. <laughs> oh god! I wish I couldn't see again. Warden eventually became an admiral. Admiral Warden. John Erickson is regarded as one of the most influential mechanical engineers ever. His body was exhumed and returned to Sweden because he is a national hero. So wait, they just, after he died, they were like, can we get him back? Yeah, I think so. They were like, that guy was good. Oh, and right. That okay. stuff. Yeah, they wanted him back. They wanted that sweet, sweet corpse. It's a weird, weird thing, right? What, want a corpse back? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we could call, call call that pretty weird. Yep. Yep. But people like getting uh, people th- that's always been going on. They well, want the bodies back. Yeah, that doesn't make it okay. No, I mean, you could also send them a fake one. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. That's your Swede. Oh doesn't my God. look like him. Do you know we sent him? This guy's got half black, half white skull. We sent him Larry. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. Larry. You know, the janitor. Oh, look McSorley's. at everyone. Look at Jan Erickson. Here he is. Mm, that is Larry. Right here. It smells like beer, right? Yeah, this very strong smell yeah, of beer. That's Larry. Um, Great. So, yeah. Are you happy? I'm happy, yeah. I think that was good. That was a fun story. 
It was not bad, right? Nobody, nobody really died. I mean, guy got except his, half for, his face burnt you know, off. Guy, yeah, guy became the fan. Uh, well, of the, the the secretary of the navy and the, the admiral of the of state opera. died, and a slave and two sailors. I was about to hit them, so you don't need to act like so I. So not. So you made the point that nobody. Died. I was about to say that. If you listen back, you'll hear I was about to say it, and then you got into it, your. When stuff. it actually has a higher body count don't than fucking most. Pin this dollops. on me, like I no no no. It does have a higher body count than most dollops. <laughs> what is your? What are you doing right now? It's five. What's your problem? You agreed with me, and you just decided to be an asshole. Five heroes. All right. I'm done. I'm good. American heroes. I'm done. Okay, bye. I'm good. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, go to uh, the, uh, the dollop, at, at the dollop on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. Whatever. Facebook slash the dollop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a – don't send uh, – do not – send suggestions to twitter or facebook man stop it i am it's your gary uh, and uh just don't do it every time someone's like have you heard about this great topic and you're like the dollop at gmail.com <laughs> why don't you send it somewhere else <laughs> um and uh and then we have the patreon which uh which is very nice it has picked up since uh <laughs> i think since i said all these people are canceling uh, Look at it this yeah, way It's the one place it. Dave won't bro- block you from That's true A guy did send me an email Saying hey man uh, You blocked me Because of uh, something That just innocuous That happened And, and you were like That doesn't sound right, like me You should probably Unblock me And I was like well, I don't know So um, Did you unblock him? No well, That would require Looking at his name And searching It's really and, easy uh, to do mm, I don't know I blocked Andy Kindler The other day why? It's just a fucking Jesus Christ! Shut up! Oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna be great working with the show this year. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Carry on. Bye. Wayward son. Bye. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth. You know from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. To join me for, I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson it's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and it is out right now so go listen to we're here to help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 